0: welcome to another episode of it's about damn time i'm jared Dam, and finally we are here for season two i am so glad to be back on the mic up uh, in front of the mic uh wait okay come speaking into the mic none of that sounds sound nasty okay um I'm glad to be recording this podcast. <laughs> just forget all the other takes. <sighs> if you're new and you don't know what to expect, I got you. I like to have dope conversations with dope people. Simple as that. It's part interview base. It's part conversation like part train wreckish, but I guarantee it's entertaining. And this week, is no exception because it's about damn time I spoke to fashion mogul and my middle school crush, Tiffany S. Walker. That's right. I conversed with the Pink Lucy owner about her meteoric rise in fashion. See, I've, I've always wanted to say meteoric rise. Like I'll be watching TV and the announcers be saying that. And I'd be like, ooh. So I had to look it up to see what it meant. And I was like, yeah, I want to be that guy to, to say that one day. And, and look at. I'm nerding out. Sorry. Well, I talked I talk to Tiffany S. Walker about her rise in passion, the importance of having the right people around you, and how 2020 affected her business, not to mention what changes she had to make to keep pushing. I know. I know what you're thinking. That sounds like a damn good show. And then with the energy that I'm bringing, you know it's going to be good. Yeah. <laughs> I'm excited, too. So I ain't going to owe you. So let me bring it to you. You ready? So sit back, relax, and listen to Tiffany and me. It's about damn time.
1: all of its glory
0: here i tell my story tiffany effing walker because you ain't you're tiffany s walker in my phone yeah um but you're tiffany effing walker this whole entire week because i've been like girl i've been stressed and i know it's just i know it's me and you but it's still it's like this is a big deal you you were my celebrity friend
1: i appreciate
0: it thank you so much thank you i really appreciate it so thank you for taking the time out to to, uh, spend some time with me um i ain't gonna hold you too long i know you got a shitload of stuff to to do so but i want to do a little icebreaker even though it's just me and you okay i always do this thing called a little known truth okay and so this is our little known truth we can set the record straight on something that I that we've talked about on social media, uh-huh. but we've never sat down and had a verbal talk about this. So, okay. what
2: is it?
0: <clears throat> All right, I'm ready for this. I've been waiting <laughs> for like 20 years for this.
1: Okay,
0: 30 years. It doesn't matter. <laughs> um, fifth grade, All right? Fifth grade,
2: yes. 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 Jack P.
0: Timmons Elementary. Jack
1: P. Timmons. <laughs> Lord right. Now, you uh-huh.
0: and you Jackson came to be on the playground, right?
2: Okay. Shout out to Wyesha. I <laughs> hey. so came,
0: came to be on the playground, mm-hmm. Stop me, and you were like, you was like, did you like Tiffany?
2: <laughs> now,
0: <laughs> now, I'm going to be vulnerable and, and completely honest, I didn't at that uh, time. I was completely in love with you, but at that point in time, Jarrell Lewis had a crush on you. He had sat there and basically said that. And, and for some reason, I was loyal to him, even though I didn't talk to him since the grade. Hey, but
1: Jarrell with the with the hot topic?
0: Yeah, I think so. I don't even remember. Yeah, I guess so. He, he was, maybe had like, he a, was, like he was in the
1: other, Yeah. In the other classes. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. So Jarrell had said he liked you. And I don't know why I was nice to Jarrell because I ain't talked to him since. But
2: <laughs> you know
0: he likes you, so I was like, I'm gonna step off. So I told him why you should know, okay. and then and then y'all walked off, and I was like, ever since then I was kicking myself. I'm like, did Tiffany really like me, or did <laughs> they just see me just kind of randomly just staring at her? So set the record straight for me, Tiff. What is it? Set the record on? straight. So it was
1: at of Jarrell, you, and Reginald Douglas. <laughs> <laughs>
0: The funny thing is, I had a fight with Reginald Douglas that, that, that year. So we so we all was fighting he over bought, you. He
1: bought me a necklace. <laughs> yes. So Reginald
0: punched God. me in the face.
1: Oh, my God.
0: Like, it feel great. He punched me in the face. And and I, I, I think I got so mad, I just took it and just looked at him. And he just like, oh, shit. Like, he wasn't faced. He ran off. But, <laughs> he knew he yeah. was about to get his ass beat. He about to get his ass beat. But... Yeah. I had right. to I had to figure it out because you know then we end up going to middle school and then you start yeah. you know like a Christmas yeah. dance and you were dancing with this this I don't know this dude was like six five and uh, and y'all was dancing you know, too I always
1: like them real time Yeah
0: and you, <laughs> and you was dancing to I always love you and I was like I was at the dance I was like hey,
2: that should be me.
0: and I cried a little bit you know I'm gonna be vulnerable I cried a little bit yeah
1: oh my god well thank you
0: yeah Man, oh well. Yeah, I've been having them since since middle from what not not middle school, elementary. Elementary school, yeah. <laughs> the choice between me, Darrell, original, and Darrell. Out <laughs> of me, me, and Reginald, Darrell one. Yeah. Anyway, all right. So that'll be got the out the way.
2: Yeah. Now I'm loose.
0: Now I'm good. Now.
2: That's all right.
0: right. So. Right. I I, w- I was um, online and I was oh. looking up your story. Um. Okay. And um, I kind of noticed that you don't have like a spot for that your story on how you, how your meteoric rise happened. And so I thought, well, you know what? I'm kind of a, a Tiffany S. Walker fan. I'm, I might be able to fill out some of the, you know, the, some of the stuff. So I am going to yeah. do a, Okay. Go
1: ahead. Go ahead. I'm, uh, I'm
0: going to do a little segment, a new segment that I'm oh. trying. Now, yeah, if it, if it, if I fuck up and it don't work, then so be it. But I'm doing a little segment. It's called, I ain't passed the ball, but I know a little bit. So I am going to give you some tidbits of information that I think that All I know wow. about you.
1: This is so interesting. I love it. Yes.
0: Yes. So okay. So put, put me on the spot. But if, if, okay. I, if I get something wrong, I meant to do that. So, you know, you could explain your points.
2: Okay.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Cause I cause right. of course I know because I'm a I'm a super fan. Okay. Here we go. All right.
1: Okay. So um,
0: I know you were interested in, in design at the age of 13.
1: 13.
0: All right. Yes. That I know. That I know. All right. Did you design um your high school prom dress? I
1: did. Yes, all right. All right. <laughs> first yes, Ooh. yes, I did. So um that was my first design that I made come to life
2: mm-hmm.
1: and I was like super in love with Fran Dresker from the Nanny
2: mm-hmm.
1: and she had this fabric that looked like it was wet I would, and I think hers was like this teal color and I was just like oh my god like I would watch the show the Nanny just for the fashion nothing else right, right. and then I love her little high-pitched New Jersey accent too yeah. I just thought she was dope as fuck. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I was just completely enamored by her. So I told my mom, I was like, okay, mama, like, this is the I want to design my prom gown and this is the fabric that I want. And she was like, hey, you think you can find it? And I was like, I mean, I don't know. Like, I think, yeah, we probably can find it. We search high and low for their fabric. <laughs> and we found it.
0: In pink, of course. Of course. Of course.
1: Of course. See? So, all right. Yeah. So, so I got one right. You got that right.
0: All right. All right. Let me see what else I got. All right. Um,
1: oh, wait. And I got to tell everybody this. Okay. A crackhead
0: made my dress. Okay. I, all right. All right. You got me on this one. What?
1: <laughs> I, so no one knows. It's like for real for real. But like this Okay, so like I sketched out the dress, I found the fabric. Um, but I didn't I didn't know how to sew well enough to, to make a gown you know. So um anyway, my hairstylist at the time, oh yeah, my hair stayed laid every single week when I was yes. So Felicia, my hairstylist was like, I have the I know somebody that can make this dress for you. And I was like, okay, so my mom, she talked to my mom. I was really close to Felicia, like my big sister, and she told us where to go. She set up the time. Yeah, we rolled up to this house in the hood, like the hood hood, Allendale by Booker T Washington High School. <laughs> I would never forget that. And my mama looked, and you know, my my mama was a Southern belle, right? Yeah. She looked and she said, <laughs> she said, um, Are we in the right place?
0: (laughs) (laughs) I wish I I could have been there for that.
1: Man, I tell you, we walked up those stairs. There was this stench. I'll never forget it. And he came to the door. And here's this frill door man. And, you know, shout out to him. Like, I'm not talking about him. Uh, he did have a drug problem, but you talk about a phenomenal person and like, y'all, he made the hell out of the dress. He made the hell out of that dress. And that was my first design that literally came to life. And it was done by a man that unfortunately had a, a drug problem. He was a crack addict. And from what I hear, he's still alive. And if he was clean today, I would offer him a job because that's how amazing he is. That's
0: he, dope. He
1: really That's is. a, see? Yeah. Now, see,
0: that ain't on the internet. That need to be on the internet. I don't know. <laughs> no. It's on the internet now because it's going to be on his podcast. but I'm just saying. Yeah. That's a, wow. Yeah. I didn't yeah. know that.
1: Yeah, he he was so... I think his name was Alan or something like that. Actually, I mentioned that on Facebook one time and somebody inboxed me and said, I know exactly who you're talking about, and he's still alive. Wow. I think that was like last year or something like that. I really need to reach out to him. I, I just wanna I wanna give my gratitude and my thanks to him um, because he really gave me the push to do what, what I truly, you know, believed in and see my talent all the way through Um, because you don't have to make every single garment to be a designer. You have to have, you know, you basically the foresight and be able to come up with the design and somebody else can execute that for you. And that was the first person that executed something for me. And after that, then that just budded everything for me from designing to sewing and yeah, like he makes the vision come
0: true. That's dope. And and I'm, and I'm glad you, I'm glad you said that about, you know, design versus, you know, you don't have to necessarily create the whole thing from scratch. Cause I got a, I got some, I got a question later on. that I'm going to ask you in regards to that. Cause. I don't know if you know, but not only are you here for a podcast, but you're here to kind of help me get my brand together. So I'm going to ask oh, you some questions awesome.
1: Okay. Yeah, keep, yeah, me, absolutely. keep me
0: going. So let me see what else. Uh Did you, you start your business? Did you start it at, while you were at Tech? While I
1: was at Officially, right. Officially, right. it was started while I was at Louisiana Tech University in Ruston, next door to Grandma State University. <laughs> I'm an honorary grand fan. By you way. are an
0: honorary grand fan. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so, of course, the of course, it it was not originally called Pink Lucy. Starting out.
1: No, it was actually called T. Shamise. Um, chemise is the french word for shirt or loosely fit dress which just ironically is my middle name so this was destined to be from it birth. was destined wow
0: yeah, I, I I didn't know the the french word for it. i just knew that was your middle name
1: yeah so, so chemise is C- uh, c-h-e-m-i-s-e and then um, my middle name is S-H-E-M-I-S-C. So it's spelled with the with an S. Oh yeah. My sister had just taken a French class and, <laughs> and they thought I was gonna be a boy. <laughs> uh, so they had to quickly come up with a name for me. Uh they didn't have much time because I was a preemie. and I was born in like uh almost seven months.
2: Wow. And
1: okay. they had to hurry up and like, you know, like, oh my God, she's having this baby, and up, oh, it's the girl. <laughs> <laughs> so that's how I became Tiffany Chamise. <laughs>
0: See, that should be on the story. See, I should just write your story for you. I got, I got you, girl. When you, when you want to write your, when you want to write your biography. I'm volunteering my service. You know, there you know we what I'm go. saying? So, all right. So I got one last point that I think that I do know. Um, and if I knock this out, then I know I'm a Superman. So I'm, I'm, in, I'm in the squad, okay. like officially. Okay. Okay. All right. So Pink Lucy, and this is an easy one for me. I feel like Pink Lucy is inspired by your mom. So, right. So her yeah. favorite color was pink. And then... My
1: favorite color your is Your favorite pink.
0: color is pink. See, uh-huh. I already messed it up. All right. So, your favorite color is pink. So, uh-huh. tell me how pink the name Pink Lucy came about.
1: Okay. So, it was... I was always known as t and people would butcher T-Shamese. Yeah. And make it sound very, uh, for a lack of a better word, ghetto, right? right. So, I would call t t Tisha like the name would just be butchered and there's nothing wrong with ethnic names i don't want anyone right. to think that whatsoever um however that's not what my name was though. Right. so <laughs> i was just like you know like i don't think this is as marketable you know um perhaps i should consider you know naming it something else so that thought process did not come until I was about to open up my first physical location. So everyone's like, well, what are you going to name? Or is it going to be Tisha Meese? And I was like, I don't think so. Like, I think I want to name the store something else. So I was like, literally doing my makeup and literally out of nowhere, it had to be got. The name Pink Lucy pops up in my head. And I was like, whoa, that's strong. Like, that name has a presence. So I immediately called my mother. And I was like, Mom, um, why do you call everybody Lucy? And she was because it immediately made me think of her. Lucy made me think of her. And she, I was like, why do you call everyone Lucy? And she was like, well, I don't call everyone. I was like, well, you call Taylor Lucy. Taylor's my niece Mm
2: -hmm.
1: and I said her name is Taylor and she was like well I use it as a term of endearment like I love Lucy and I was like oh okay and she was like yeah so like you know I love Lucy was always my favorite show so I just called Taylor Lucy and I said oh and my mother and I you know were extremely close. Like, can't slight that at all. Very, right. very close. And <clears throat> at that point, I knew because of the sacrifices that she had made for me to be at the point that I am in the in where I was going, the elevation. Mm-hmm. Um, that I had to honor her in some kind of way, and the best way for me to honor her was by naming my brand, renaming my brand, and naming my store after the most important person in my life. So with pink being my favorite color and Lucy signifying really her love, I named it Pink um, Yo. <laughs> and it's Trey Moore out. <laughs>
0: That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> about this business, girl. Yes. Yo, that's, I love that story. Like, yeah. even though I knew, I, I guess, most of it, but not all of it, it just, it does it do something to you just hearing that story.
1: And, yeah, and it, I, pulls, it pulls at your heartstrings. It really.
0: does. It does. And, and I know how important she was in your life. And the fact that not only, um, you know, first of all, I cannot believe that I didn't have a chance to meet her. Like yeah, she was a phenomenal. Yeah. Woman. Like because I, I the way you talk about it, I'm just like, I, I feel like, you know, she was like like my like 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 kind of like my mom too. Um uh, yeah,
1: no disrespect yeah. to my mom
0: because I know she listened to mama. I, <laughs> I love <you>. her.
1: <laughs> no, but she was yeah. she was that to so many people, like her her love knew no boundaries whatsoever. It knew none. You know, she She loved and poured into every single person that she came in contact with. The the respect that she had by so many from all walks of life, all social statuses, like, you know, tax brackets, all of it. Like, there were so many people that adored my mother. Her legacy is one hell of a legacy.
0: We're going to get back to Tiffany in a moment, but when's the last time I talked to you all about the whole damn show dot com? Don't rack your brain about it. It's been far too long. The whole damn is a hub for all my digital content. All of my blog posts, this podcast, the Vex intellects podcast, video content, playlists, all in one place. Now, if you miss my social media posts, promoting my content, or you're taking a break for social media, or you're avoiding that creepy person that looks at your pictures and likes them just a little, a little bit too much.
2: Huh?
0: It kind of sounds like me no it's, that's not me that's not me that's somebody else don't worry about it um you don't want to miss all this entertaining educating and captivating pieces of content i got you so just go to the, the whole damn show.com at the top of the right hand corner you can type in your email address and hit subscribe now you're guaranteed not to miss a thing back to the show so talk about your your other brand is this is this more of an other brand is like part of the pink loser empire um Lucy Lux, talk to me about so, that. So
1: okay. So I realized that I had an I have a neck, a knack for not only formal wear, but also casual pieces. Like I'm gonna be fly even if I'm just in my house. You know, like I have to be feeling like crap, not to really put on clothes, you know. But that's because and let me let me preface this. I saw my mother. My mother had lupus. Right. And she, my mother had lupus for 38 years. And I saw this woman fight through the pain and ailment of lupus, you know, all of my life. But one thing I I constantly saw is that she made sure she looked her best at all And when I say all times, my mom had to take early retirement and then she started pulling disability. So when I got home from school, I actually had a mother at home, at home. I, no one else was raising me. The TV wasn't raising me. The neighbors wasn't raising me. I wasn't, you know, this kid that came home to empty home. I came home to my mother or more than anything more than likely she was picking me up from school so with that being said I would always see her like dressed even when she was picking me up from school or I would see her you know getting dressed and I'd be like mama where you going like she putting on a full face of makeup like where are you going like I'm just going to the living room and watch TV <laughs> that's how we do it so, you know, um seeing someone that always showed up, right, and always looked her very best, no matter what the occasion was pink I knew pink Lucy is a lifestyle
2: mm-hmm.
1: it's not just formal gowns or wedding gowns or this that. We apply to every single area of your life, whether it's cute loungewear, whether it's I'm going to I'm going to, you know, have drinks with the girls or I got a hot date tonight, or you know, me and the girls are, you know, traveling or it's a vacation or whatever. We fit into every single segment and arena of your life. But you have to be able to market that in a way. Where everything is not jumbled up, right, and it looks mm-hmm. like you're doing like way too much, right? So, um, I came up with Lucy Lucy Lux um, because I wanted to be able to separate my custom and um, over the top pieces from Pink Lucy, right? Because Pink Lucy is for the everyday girl that just want to get dressed up, just get dressed up, just like right. how my mama was, right? Okay. Lucy luck, Lucy Lux is for, oh, you going where? oh girl, like, okay, so you're going to the Margarita Ball or you're going, you know to the Zulu ball, or you know you're having uh you're going to New York for New Year's Eve or whatever you're doing, right? Yeah. That's where, and you need something that's one of a kind. That's where Lucy Lux fits in. Fits
0: gotcha. In, gotcha. Right. Gotcha.
1: And it was like perfect timing also because COVID hit.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And now all of a sudden, my bread and butter has always been custom.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: One of a kind pieces where I get to charge whatever price I want to charge because it's my brand. Right. But if you don't have anywhere to go, then what? So now we had to start, we began to start having to introduce more casual wear, more um, lounge wear, and more ready to wear pieces that we could sell at a more affordable price. Your $30 uh, two piece, your $45, you know, dress, et cetera, et cetera. Well, that doesn't always look, that doesn't translate well next to a $4,000 gown. Gotcha. so they yeah. had
0: to be they had to be separated it
1: had to be separated
0: it makes sense it makes it make it makes sense and um uh i think i think i think the the word of the of the day well, at least the word of 2020 is pivot and i'm and i'm a, i'm gonna i'm gonna come back to pivot in a second because i think I, you're gonna give me a pivot lesson i i i i, I got right. something for you on that one okay. uh, but when do you think when do you think that you felt like you got your big break. Like, I mean, I, I now I know you are a humble individual. I think you're a superstar, but I know that you are a humble individual. So you, so you might be like, oh, I'm still grinding. I'm still working. And you are. But when do you feel like you went from like that? You went to another level where where you were like, okay, I, I'm definitely on the right path. So I feel like when I first.
1: My biggest break to me was when I did something for Shiny O'Neal. And then I also ended up having um, some of my pieces on Basketball Wives, which, of course, we know she's the executive producer over that. So that was the pivotal moment for me. Like, okay, so like, for real, like, okay, so my stuff is on who, you know, like, that was um that was the stamp of approval for me, and that's when I made the decision that I was leaving Shreveport and mm-hmm. I was moving to Dallas. Okay. Because I knew I had to capitalize off of what I did, yeah. and staying there, it wasn't going to happen. Right. Yeah.
0: And I and I remember you posting somewhere where like like it's it's hard as it was for you to move from Shreveport to Dallas. Uh, It was like the best decision you ever made as far as your brand.
1: Best decision I could have ever made. I have not regretted this move, not one bit. And to go to a whole nother city and get so much love and respect, like how, you know, how I was in Shreveport where everyone knew me or was familiar with me and to go to a whole nother city and be able to capture that yet again, and, you know, be able to get that notoriety, um, that just, that does something to the soul. It makes you feel really good. I mean, of course you have your share of haters, but of that, that just goes along with the territory, you know? And I'm, if anybody's used to it, it is definitely me.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Your, yeah, your hate is legendary. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: I was always that girl. I was always the popular girl, the girl that was well known. Um, you know, you were either going to love me or hate me. There, was, There's really no in between when it comes to me, you know. So with that being said, um, God prepared me at a young age for the position that I'm in now. So I'm able to handle conflict and, you know, um, keep a level head through it all. Because I know there are a lot of people, like there's a lot of people that are rooting for me. There's also a lot that would love to see me fail. And that's okay. It's okay that they feel that way, you know. Um, I don't live my life to try to prove anything other than to prove things to myself and continue the legacy that my mother started, you know, Uh Um, and continue her legacy and create, you know, a legacy of my own. So it's just the best decision ever um, was for me to leave a place that even though it was home, I felt like a foreigner in my own home.
0: Yes. So I know I, the feeling. I know the feeling. I
1: had, I had to leave.
0: I know the feeling. And, and, and even, there, even,
1: there was no room for me there.
0: Right. Even, even still, like, just talking to my mom, you know, she's like, you, everything you going to move back? No, ma'am. No, <laughs> no, no. ma'am. I just, you know, cool to visit. You know, I'm, I'm gonna go next weekend. Cool to visit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, can't. I can't do it. I can't do it.
1: Yeah, it's it's a lot, it, it, especially when you're very ambitious. Yeah, exactly. And one thing that I've never done in my life is settle. You know, I never settle, and I'm not gonna store it now. So
0: absolutely. Well, mm-hmm. I I like the fact when you talk about legacy because legacy's been like kind of like the hallmark in this conversation, and um uh, what what's so great about you is, the, is is that not only are you ambitious, uh, which I almost wore a shirt that just said ambitious on here, so that was just crazy. <laughs> but, um, not not only are you ambitious, um, you're also a philanthropist. So like, just take 2020 alone, um, pandemic hits, right? You take the opportunity to start working on mass, and right. for every and trying to use my research skills right here, okay, for okay. every mass that 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 um, that you that was purchased, you was given like twenty eight out to like first responders and the elderly, like that's like right. that's see I got that girl see and um, and, <laughs>
1: and, and, and just random homeless people like
0: that's me that's so and, great.
1: And, and essential workers.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, like, talk talk to me about this. That was like that that that's, for, for me outside looking in. That seemed like th- that was like a split decision. You just made it just like quick, like you it, see that, you, you see a need it, and feel the need. It was.
1: it was not something that was even completely thought out. I didn't like weigh the pros and the cons. I didn't do any of that. So I knew that there was a need <clears throat> and I knew that we had the capabilities of fulfilling that need based on the talents that we have, the equipment that we have, the supplies that we have, et cetera. So I did my due diligence to research how to properly make a face mask um, and found filters for the face mask and you know all of that because there was a shortage, right? So I have friends that are in the medical, um, Industry. I have friends that are nurses. I have friends that are doctors, you know, um, I have family members that have lower immune systems. Right. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. Um, you know, whatever, you know, illness or disease that they may have. Um, and everything in my life really circles right back to my mother. So my mother, like I said, had lupus. I lost her August of twenty eighteen. Lupus um, makes your immune system very weak. Right. You're very susceptible to a lot of things. I recall the precautions that we would have to take with my mother, constantly washing our hands. Um, my, So I'm the youngest out of four girls. And my sisters are like, they range from... Mm, Thirteen years, all the way to like seventeen years older than me, right? So my sisters got married. They had children. I remember when they the their children would get their vaccines. My mother couldn't even change their diapers. Wow! Because of that active uh, virus you know, that would come out in their stool. Mm-hmm. So my mm-hmm. mother was susceptible to this. So there was always a lot of precautions that were taken. So I thought to myself, you know, whoa, like I never thought I would say this, but I'm glad my mother isn't here and didn't have doesn't have to go through, you know, this with that's such fear.
0: A, yeah. That fear factor of, you of like, you know, right. <laughs> she could she basically would have to be in the house like forever and you still would be nervous.
1: It's exactly, and my yeah. one of my sisters has lupus as well. Right, right. So it's a very soft spot for me. So me thinking about them alone, I was just like, okay, I gotta do my part. Like we need face masks. Like everybody needs a face mask. Like I, I like it's almost it was like I was scared in a way, you know, initially that initial fear. And me thinking, okay, I have a pretty strong immune system, but I have all these family members that don't. And just what about the general public that that Mm -hmm. doesn't? All those people that all those people are accounted for. All those people have people that love them. All of those people, you know, have someone that still needs them. Just like I still needed my mother, but unfortunately I lost her. So thinking about, you know, what, what that looks like and what that really means and how that affects a family. I'm like, okay, the least thing I can do is try to do my part. Like I'm no healthcare professional. Okay. Mm -hmm. I don't know anything about this at all. All I know is they said we need face coverings. Right. And if we're going to do it, if you're like me, if you're going to have your face covered, can we at least make it pretty? (laughs)
2: and and, you know
1: that's how I looked at it so here I am you know supposed to be in prom season I got all this fabric I'm getting orders that's being canceled um you know like because prom isn't gonna happen right so I started taking some of the fabrics that we were using for prom gowns which we did make quite a bit still because of course People still wanted to be able to have those memories, right? Mm-hmm. Whether they were actually going to a physical prom or not. But the scraps and like fabric that I just had left over, I just started making masks out of them. So and good. then I did, um, you know, your 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 basic color mask as well. Black, white, you know, um, pink, just masks that would, of course a nurse to be able to wear with her scrubs, you know? So I was able to make my contribution, you know, and help in a way that uh, may have saved someone, you know, in some some kind of way. Um, So I was very, very proud to do that and it was very it was very much so a split decision because i just decided to post it on uh, instagram that i was gonna start selling face masks and my <laughs> head seamstress who is very savvy for a 60 plus year old and has an instagram account text me and says we're doing what <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna tell you in the morning. <laughs> so by the time I made it to the showroom, she had gotten there earlier. There, the first set of mess was already made.
0: That's so dope. Yeah. That's so hilarious. Yo, but she was ready. Like
1: she was she, ready. You know what she did?
0: She pivoted. That's what she did. She
1: pivoted, right? Yeah. We, we all did like. You know, just in all honesty, I was supposed to do over 200 and something prom gowns at like $1,300 a pop. Right. That's a lot. You know, you, yeah. do, the, you do the math on that, you know.
0: Carry the one.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah that's a lot of money. I lost over $300,000 during COVID. Wow. And I can I can still smile and still, you know find joy because at the end of the day I still have my life. Yeah. My family members are still here with me, my friends are still here with me, you know. So, yes, I may have lost but I gained so much more. I gained right. perspective, um a reevaluation of what's really important and what's not, you know. Um I feel like a lot of good. Ca- yeah, I had my first period of rest. Yeah, that the, probably was that probably I was like not, the most important thing. Oh my god, I had yeah. not stopped or had a break in over 17 years. Yeah. So for you know, it was like God had to sit us down for a, a moment. And that's what, you know, ultimately that's how I feel, you know, it it was. Um, but the greatest, so I feel like the most important aspect of being an entrepreneur is being able to pivot in a moment's notice. Mm -hmm. And if you can't do that, if you can't, you know, assess things and say, okay, well, X, Y, Z is happening. So that means that, you know, this is out of the picture. And in order to sustain my business, I'm going to have to do one, two, three, whether you want to do one, two, three or not, if that's what it's going to take to sustain your business and your livelihood that's what you have to do. I never in my life thought I'd be making face masks, ever. Right? Who, who would have thought, right? right? Nor did I ever think that I would then have to pivot again and start, you know, selling other people's clothes. Like, I'm used to making and creating everything, but due to the restrictions, you know, um, with COVID, as far as, like, a factory setting is concerned, and, you know, just... Other factors like the supply chain that was completely demolished due yeah. to COVID. Like I had to switch gears fast. So that means yes, I'm gonna have to get clothing from other vendors, you know, as well. So we kind of started our boutique, you know, collection, which mm-hmm. I call a curated collection because I actually select pieces that I feel like has the pink Lucy aesthetic you know, um, to add to my showroom um, and sell, to sell those pieces. So there was pivoting, but there were so many lessons learned uh, learned through it all, very valuable life lessons.
0: Well, I, yeah. Okay, go ahead, go ahead.
1: And um, everything that you think sometimes is going to destroy you will actually elevate you in ways that you couldn't believe.
0: And that's, and I'm I'm glad that you said that. I, I, I think it's a very good point, and I'm glad that you said that because I happen to have on my phone the your post from January 5th, and I I, I saved I it.
2: Feel like amazing, No,
0: I'm trying to tell you this is, this is what I'm trying to do for a living, girl. So <laughs> I like I I I remember com- I remember liking it, loving this it, and commenting on your post from January 5th because you talked about pivoting, <laughs> and so when we talk about pivoting, and we're talking about life lessons which pivoting ended up becoming like one of the biggest buzzwords of Mm -hmm. 2020. Now, with that being said, you know, some people for the clout just say pivot just to try to get the buzz on. But I feel like with you, you actually did that. Mostly a lot because of this post and what you you put out here. So not only was was your engagement up like 406.3% as far as your content interactions. Um, you posted, you know, some of the biggest lessons that you learned. So I wanted to take a couple of these, of these, of these bullet okay. points, and, and okay. you know, and, and you just kind of t- talk to me a little bit about what you did. That way you can sit there and inspire me because I'm trying to get this brand popping to like 151 k on on Instagram like that too. I got a thousand, I got a thousand, so i ain't hating. You know what I'm saying? I'm just trying to put it, push it, the needle a little more forward. So, um, obviously, the, obviously, um, staying consistent, I think that's self-explanatory. But talk to me about how you corrected and admitted your mistakes. How how was how how was that big on? you know, pushing your, your, your agenda.
1: Well, here's the thing. Um, especially when you're manufacturing clothing, you have delays. You have employees that get sick. that may delay a product. You have employees that may not be doing their job completely and thoroughly. Mm -hmm. Um, you have all of these factors that can arise that can prolong something or, you know, um, Halt production, just so many different things. So I've always tried to address any issues that my customers have had. Um, and custom is, is a beast of its own. You cannot make everybody happy. Even though you can try all you want, it's not going to happen. Trust
0: me, I gonna know happen. that.
1: And you're going to kill yourself trying to make them happy. But when you're wrong, admit that you're wrong and try to make it right. Right. If you have tried to make it right and they still don't accept that, then you can at least sleep well at night knowing that you tried to do everything you possibly could. Ignoring it never works. You, you face it head on. You take care of the problem and the issue. I'm, I'm very much a problem solver. So you can't tell me that you got an issue with, about something mm-hmm. or write me this long email about your issue. And then I quickly respond to you and then you don't respond back. Like,
2: right.
1: okay. Where's the communication? Where's the interaction? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm here. I'm present in this moment. I'm here to solve whatever issue you have. So do you really want the issue solved and resolved or you just want to, to bitch, complain, to yes. bitch about it? Like, yes. which one is it? Cause I'm here. So, you know, it, it's just one of those things where no business is always going to get it right. You're gonna have more fuck-ups than what you what you would yeah. probably even admit to. Yeah. A lot of people will never admit to it. I will say it. You know, you will have a lot of fuck ups. You have people that you pay to do a job that they're not doing correctly. And you can't be you can't be everything. Right. So get wind of it. You need to handle it. Right. So my thing is, I would love to be in front of everything. But the truth is, I'm not going to always be able to be in front of everything because I'm not. I'm one person. I'm one person. However, if I'm not in front of it, I want to be on top of it because I definitely don't want to be behind it. True. And, and that's 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 really... Ha- if, if anything else, you can always say I'm in the middle of it.
2: Mm-hmm. You
1: know, trying to navigate and, you know, correct things or whatever. So I've had my growth spurts where, you know, like things can literally... Go over the top overnight, and it the the orders are coming in, and you know you think that you staff correctly this and the third, and people aren't pulling their weight. And then also, you know, I went through a very hard period of my life, and there were a lot of people that didn't give me grace. You know, when my mother Ooh. passed, like Ooh. I was grieving like crazy. Like yeah. I am still grieving. Yeah. I am just picking the pieces back up in my life people do not understand what it is to go through grief and be an entrepreneur
0: right right you
1: don't get you don't get that there's no one i get to go to and say you know what i need some time off bereavement you know i you know um You don't have FMLA. You don't have those things.
0: Right. Because you're an
1: entrepreneur. So because you want this dress on Thursday, uh, excuse me, on Monday, and you knew my mother's funeral was on Saturday. What? So my family is supposed to go on a back burner, and the memory and the legacy of my mother is supposed to be on the back burner for you to get a dress no, ma'am, like not when it has already been explained to you, like circumstances that cannot be controlled. Absolutely. Those are like natural disasters. They're yeah. natural disasters in our personal lives. It's a traumatic experience and everyone should have the grace that they need to be able to get through that without people, you know, being down their, their throats over it. Like I literally had a girl to attempt to sue me because she didn't have her dress by the date that she wanted but it was because my mama died what like are you serious girl she was she was called she was told you know unfortunately tiffany's mother passed away she's in shreveport trying to get out everything was my mother left everything to me. I had to handle everything. Right. That's what she wanted. She knew I would make sure that things were done correctly. Right. So with that being said, here I am trying to put together a funeral. You know, my mother died unexpectedly. Yeah. We were not expecting my mother to die. Right. So here I am scrambling, trying to keep a business together, take care of you know her final wishes, put together a funeral and everything else. You know, and you're bitching about a dress that's already done. It's done, it's already done. It was done. Dress was done, 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 done. Dress is done. You just need a fitting.
0: And you wasn't available because you were handling your business. I was
1: you. not available, but my staff tried to accommodate you anyway. And oh. you stated you wanted alterations. They do the alteration form. Oh, we got a form for everything.
0: <laughs> uh, I, you know what? I went to your site um a couple a couple a couple like maybe like last year or year before last. I went to your site just perusing, because you know I'm nosy. And yeah. uh and I did see that you had forms for that. Yeah, you do have forms for everything.
1: For everything, I don't yeah. play about documentation at all. Yeah. Anytime anybody says anything, trust me, I can pull the receipts on it, always. So with that being said, they they were just fit, like, look, like take it up in the ways, make it a little shorter, yeah, nothing major whatsoever. So my head seamstress actually took the dress home to work on it on the weekend because she has a little studio set up in her home. I mean, that's what professionals do. Mm-hmm. So um the girl who was the the lady was told about the funeral. We I I personally put a notice on the door that Thursday before I even left out, before I left back out to Shreveport. I put a notice on so I know it was there. And I took a picture of it. And I also posted it on Instagram. See documentation, 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 receipts, receipt, receipt.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so uh, you thorough, you are thorough. Yes, I am. So she comes up to the showroom, even though they told her, you know, we got to do the alterations. It's not going to be in a day. And she literally takes a picture. Of the notice, and she sends me a message that was on. Uh, that was a Saturday, and she said, "I see y'all trying to play me. I see y'all trying to play me. This is an inconvenience to me." And I I happen to get this notification while. Like, I had pulled up to um, my best friend's home because all my friends came in town for my mom's funeral. My friends were very close to my mother. Um, so, you know, we needed that girl time where it was mm-hmm. just us, you know? And I needed to be, I needed, I needed them in yeah. that moment. Absolutely. Know, that camaraderie. Yeah. So, um I pull up in the driveway and I just happen to look at my phone. I have this notification from Instagram and I open it up. And I was just like, I could not believe what I was reading. And one of my, one of my other best friends was in the car and she was like, I just started tearing up and she was like, and she knew of course I'm going to be upset, but she knew that, this had to be something other than the mm-hmm. funeral, right? right? I had just left the funeral. Let's put that in perspective. Right. I had just left my mother's funeral. Actually just left the burial
2: right. and
1: the repast, And now I'm going to try to unwind with my friends. Mm-hmm. And this is the, the bullshit that I get. And I'm like, wait, what are you, like, what are you talking about? and i said to her i said inconvenience you do you know that my life is inconvenienced for the rest of my life my mother is gone forever and you have the audacity to contact me on the day that you know is her funeral
0: on instagram
1: on instagram it's, I mean, whether well, even if she had my phone number right. contacting me about something other than trying to console me or give, you know, your condolences is completely out of line. You have to respect the time that people need to process what they, the trauma that they just went through. Right. And the fact that they no longer have that person in their lives anymore. And that just gave me a huge lesson about the selfishness of people and how people really are, because there's no way in the world I would ever fix my mouth or even try to make demands on anyone when I know that they're going through something as traumatic.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. So
1: she tried to then my oh, let me say this. By the way, the dress was done in Monday because my seamstress, because she knew everything that was going on with me, she worked around the clock to make sure that all the alterations and everything was done for that lady. The dress was done that Monday. You came in on Friday, your dress was done. The alterations was done on Monday. But you didn't act acted a fool on the day that I put my mother in the ground.
0: That's crazy. Yo, 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 is, is like, the MVP, like.
1: Yeah, she's, she's, she's dope as fuck.
0: Yo, tell her, I said, hey, I don't even know her. It's like, tell her, I said, what's up? She's a,
1: she's a phenomenal lady. She really is. And, um, you know, it, it just, it hurt. That hurt me a lot. it It really did. Um, but it just let me know that people really don't give a damn about you. They really don't. You know, people are selfish. They only care about themselves. But what I want to warn everybody about is karma is real. Mm. And whatever you put out, you're getting it right back, you know. So you put out good things, you get that back. You put out bullshit and you treat people wrong, you're getting that back too, you know. Yes, absolutely. So, nonetheless, she tried to sue me and a judge threw it out.
0: Absolutely, as they should. But mm-hmm. again, that's another... It's, it's, and it's like another lesson that you learn and yeah, um, absolutely
1: absolutely and, and
0: while and and there's, there's other three points I'm going to combine together cuz they they're, they're okay. more so of like marketing and mm-hmm. th- this is how you're going to like really unlock the code for me and I I'm, okay. I'm this how I'm going to get 151,000 uh, followers on Instagram too so um you 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 put it in this post, email blast work keep blasting even if they unsubscribe Parentheses. They were never your customers anyway. You put S uh, SMS uh, marketing works, and then you said, "Don't be afraid to be the face of your brand. People buy into people that are relatable and approachable." So for me, and and I'll speak for me. I won't speak for other entrepreneurs that might be listening. For me, um, I when I promote whether it's my blogs, my podcasts, whatever. Even even the damn awards, which everybody seems to love, but it's it caused me a headache. But um whenever, whenever I promote something, I always have this mentality that oh, shit, I'm kind of I'm probably about to name, I'm probably blowing up the timeline, they don't want to see this stuff or whatever. And it looks like from 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 these bulletins that you felt the same way. Um, and then I've also had issues where because I always wanted to be the behind the scenes guy to help somebody, but now being on my own as a digital creator, I gotta be that brand. So talk to me about about how you had to do a one eighty in that in that mindset for twenty twenty. Because you 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 took advantage of of email blasts, you took advantage of SMS marketing, and and you what well, I always thought you fully embraced being the brand, you know, being the face of your brand. But talk to me about that as well.
1: Okay, so. Okay, being the face of my brand, I'll tackle that one first. After my mom passed, I gained like 30 pounds. And, you know, being in the fashion industry and not feeling like uh, I was at my personal best, I was kind of shying away from the camera a little bit because I'm like, oh my God, I don't put on this extra weight. You know, I've always been curvy, but curvy wear, you know, the top is small and I have a larger bottom. You know, like um, hour—well, not really hourglass, but pear shape, right?
0: Looks great, and I hardly ever notice your pear shape.
1: <laughs> you make me
2: so sick. <laughs>
1: Sure. You never noticed it. Never noticed. Right even, been in the, this even in the fifth grade, even in the
0: fifth grade, where you were fine as fuck anyway, whatever. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Listen, I'm listening. In the
1: fifth
0: grade, <laughs> how you find this in the fifth grade? I don't understand, whatever,
2: whatever. All right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, so I began to shy away from the camera because of that I was just like, you know. And plus I I was, I was, I was depressed. Yeah, no no other way to put it. But then I just began to try to just work on, on me personally to to feel better about myself. Like I've never had low self self self-esteem, but you know, when you need to work on something too, Mm -hmm, you mm -hmm. you know, when you need to work on something. So I needed to work on this. So I did the work I needed to work on that. And now I'm like, okay, you know what? Like, I feel good now. Like I'm, because not only, um, have I addressed, you know, my mental state far mm-hmm. as, you know, the grief and depression is concerned. Now I've worked on my body even more. So, you know, I, women want representation. They want to see a woman that's shaped the shape like them, that, you know, resembles them, all of those things. And I realized that I I sell more clothes when it's me in the clothes versus a model. So that's what I I meant about this statement. Don't be afraid because people want to relate to you. Okay. Mm -hmm. So the, the, the thing about having a brand is having a story that makes that brand relatable, It
2: mm-hmm.
1: makes that brand more interesting, all of those things. And I have a hell of a story. So that's what I was saying about, you know, being the face of your brand and not being afraid to market and market and market and market. Because people, attention span is this short. Mm-hmm. So if you're not always staying in front there's a million things coming their way. You got to be here. You have to be right here. Like, you know, post on a consistent basis. Send out those email blasts. What's the worst thing they can do? Unsubscribe? Don't even look at who unsubscribe. It don't matter. So what? You know, I, have, I have like over 20,000 people on my email list, right? And it's constantly growing, you know, so I, okay. So I'm an empath and I can take shit personal. Okay. Mm -hmm. But I've learned to put up a barrier when it comes to that because I am in business and you can't be wearing your feelings on your, on your sleeves. You just cannot. Okay. So with that being said, it's just like, okay, well, if they unsubscribe, then they're not your customer any damn way. Right. They never was going to buy anything. Or no. they may have decided that they don't like your policies or they don't like your production time or they don't like this and they don't like this. So you're not the brand for them. But think about whole, all the other people that's crazy about you. Focus on them. So we have a tendency to focus on the shit that doesn't matter.
0: Right. Yeah.
1: And, and the people that ain't that ain't fucking with you for real. The people that are your undercover haters, those friends that would have never bought shit from you in the first place. You got to turn a blind, a blind eye to that. Mm -hmm. Because If you don't, you're going to put your energy into something that you will never be able to receive anything from. Your energy has to be what renewable. Mm And if whatever you're, 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 Uh, putting the energy in if it's not recycling and giving it back to you you don't even need to be focused on it because you're turning your wheels and you ain't getting nowhere
2: true
0: huh? you're right you're right
1: and that's 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 how i look at it but this tough skin i didn't always have i didn't always have tough skin like I have now but it came from being hurt from being disappointed from you know people saying oh yeah you know oh I, I love it and then talking shit about you you know or mm-hmm. just again because you cannot please everybody but when I look at my body of work and what I've accomplished I have to give myself a round of applause yes. came- do it. thank you because I came from a meager existence as far as finances is concerned you know all of that, and i i pulled myself up by the bootstraps now i don't mean i didn't i'm not gonna say i'm self-made because there's a lot of people that helped make self yeah a lot of people that did yeah but i did the work Mm -hmm. that was needed in order to get here and i just i i feel like um we just get in our own way, like I had been in my way and didn't even realize it. I was in my way when I wasn't offering you know other you know apparel from other vendors. I can't make everything I can't do that, so I'm missing out on a whole nother stream of revenue that i that I could have I could have had, but Covid made me pivot and realize that you're leaving money on the table.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: 21, it will not be a penny left. <laughs> not a penny.
0: I love it. Not. I love it. Alright, so, my final questions um, mm-hmm. revolve around um, the other side of entrepreneurship. Since you since you kind of told me the highs, you kind of told me the lows where, where people are, are affected. So, it's the other side for me. Um, and that's the the squad, because you talked about that, had, you know whether it was your friends that had your back uh, during the, the the darkest time in your life when you lost your mom. I know I didn't get the invite for that because, but I'm a guy, so I I get it. You say yeah, right. yeah. yeah. All right, that's fine, that's fine. Next time. Yeah. Um, and then <laughs> and then I know you talked about is you've talked about it, you know, throughout this, this 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 podcast about about your your head signatures, and I know that you have an amazing team there at Pink Lucy, so. So talk to me about 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 "quote unquote" squad glo- goals. How did you develop that? And then I'm 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 also I'm gonna ask about the dating aspect too, because I know it's rough dating the entrepreneur differently than dating a nine to fiver. Uh, now that I'm I'm trying to get in this in this digital content realm, and I'm, and I'm going a little harder on it. And now I'm back on the dating market. I gotta figure out how I'm gonna pivot and pivot. I'm gonna figure out how I'm gonna pivot and, and, and do things as well. So maybe you sit there and give me some OG advice on both
1: those <laughs> So your squad is very important and your squad does also have uh your squad who you're dating is also a part of that squad, so to speak, mm. right? Mm-hmm. So you have to have ambitious friends. You have to have friends that are not yes people that mm. will put your ass in your place when needed. And that's what I love about my friends. My friends are vocal. They're like me. Like we share, you know, the same zest for life. We we you know have our personalities or a lot alike. You know, we love living life to the fullest, and we try not to take moments or things for granted. And we're all very spiritual, right?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So you know, I need a friend to tell me, "Hey, you fucking up."
0: Yes. Yes. Fuck it up. That's important. Like,
1: you know, you you're you're missing out on opportunities or this, that, or or the third. Now don't go you don't have to go tell me the latest gossip that somebody just said about me because they don't, you know, first of all, why did they feel comfortable telling you that?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Secondly, I'm the type of friend, I'm not even gonna tell you what they said because that's not important. Right. I'm just handle it. Yeah. And if it's somebody that I need to make sure is not in your life anymore, then I'm gonna tell you.
0: Exactly. Exactly. So
1: you you know that you got a snake around you. Right. But as far as oh girl, such and such said that da, da, da. No, I don't I don't do that. And my friends know not to do that with me. Because these, you know, a lot of times those are people that's not even important anyway. You know mm-hmm.
2: what I mean? True, true.
1: But so I don't need the latest gossip, right? But I do expect for you to have my back the way that I would have yours. And if you can't have my back like that, if you can't defend me in my absence, then you're not the friend for me because I cut for my friends. Like I I truly do. I take friendship very, very seriously. If I am your friend, I am your friend to the end. Mm -hmm. You would have to do something to me very like really harsh for me to end a friendship with you. In
0: the you know? same
1: way. Yeah. So, and I I I lost two friends, three three friends that you know pretty much were in cahoots with each other. But I I had to shut out three friends in in twenty twenty. And I was okay with it. I had one that had the audacity to say to me, oh, you've changed. You haven't been the same since your mama died. What the? Oh, the man. F- Wait, what? Did I hear you correctly? Tell me how in the hell I was supposed to be the same. Right. A piece of me died too. So tell me, tell me how I was supposed to act. And be the same. So anyway, nonetheless, she's no longer my friend.
2: So what you're
0: you're saying is you got openness in your squad. If you take (laughs) the applications.
2: I'll send you my resume. Hey,
1: hey, hey. Well, she'll never be look. She'll never be invited back. So there's definitely an
2: opening. I'm saying, you know, I,
0: I, put me on, girl. I like, you know, I just gave you this, all that history that I knew off top of my head. You know what I'm saying? Put me on.
1: I, I got you. I got you. What you talking about so um, that that squad is important, but you have to make sure that you know who are really your friends and who who are not. And here's the thing. Nothing tells you more who's really down for you, than the then you going through a traumatic experience. Absolutely, that's when it reveals all. It reveals all of it
2: mm-hmm. because
1: when you're not the same person anymore, are they still there? Are they trying to help you get through your trauma? Are they trying to distract you in a way? where they're bringing more positivity towards you because they know you're going through something, you know, like what role are you playing? Are you the friend that's praying with me? You know, Mm -hmm. what role are you playing? Because as a friend, we have an obligation to to help each other when we're going through something there the help should come as far as elevation is concerned as far as you know being there in in our times of need all of it and i just i ask for people to be the type of friend that i am to them now in no way am i perfect my friends talk about me all the time because i don't go to nobody's house
2: <laughs> it's just me
1: a, i really don't go to people's houses Um, and that, that stems from me growing up where everyone came to our house. Like my mom was everybody's mama. So our house was the house where all the kids congregated and came to and all of that. So I'm not really the one that's, you know, like, Hey girl, I'm about to come over. That's not me, you know, but you come here anytime and I'm always going to be food here. So it's always going to be something to drink. There's always going to be something that I can offer my guests because that's how my mother was. So I am a nurturer in so many ways. I want to nurture you, you know, like, it, and I can't help that. That's naturally, you know, who I am. I'm going to call and or text and be like, hey, I haven't talked to you. I just need to make sure you're good. We don't have to have a long, drawn-out conversation. I just need to know you're still breathing. Right. You're good. That's it. I don't have to talk to my friends every single day. However, if I get on the phone with one of them, it's gonna last for about an hour plus. So I have to be ready.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: you know, I don't feel
0: that too. I don't
2: feel on that.
1: Those relationships are vitally important. And there are so many relationships that I've built even through this business. Some some of my greatest friends started off as my customers or clients you know and i ended up having a bond with them that went beyond the fashion the fashion is just what brought us together you know so there's so much beauty in what in what i do and um it just gives me so much enjoyment because it's opened up so many doors and allowed me to be a part of so many people's lives in some kind of way the fact that uh, you know over, I've made over twenty thousand garments plus to date. Wow! And the fact that there's a piece hanging in somebody's closet that has the Pink Lucy tag in it, man, that means the most to me, you know. So, squad goes yes, and my squad also includes my customers and my clients.
0: All right, so I I, I took the notes. So, send Tiff random, hey, you good text. Send a resume. And then, when I, next time I'm in Dallas, I'll just say, hey, I'm in town. So I can come through and eat food and drink. And then just, and then we can sit there and catch up. Gotcha. All right. I got it all there. I got it all there.
1: You got it. You got it. I'm
0: here. Like, I'm here. My, like, we talk about squad goals. My goal is to be a part of your squad. So, then, You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Look, I um I really appreciate you sitting down and talking with me. Anything you wanna, I mean, anything you want to plug, anything you wanna, you know, say yes. um, you know, while 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 we're here at the end, go ahead. Yes. Pl- plug so, your stuff, girl.
1: Yes. So guys, please make sure that you check out shoppinklucy.com. Um, we offer off the rack and ready to wear pieces that have a short production time. Well, actually they're already produced. So these are items that's off the rack. And then we have our made to order pieces as well that are very one of a kind. And then we do custom as well. So no matter what you're looking for there's something for you at shop Pink Lucy. Pink Lucy is literally for everybody, And when I say body, I mean, we can fit you whether you're a size zero or 22.
0: Uh, that's that's what's up and and they can they can follow you on um on, on instagram at pink underscore lucy yeah
1: pink underscore lucy underscore official
0: okay okay all right and i follow i follow that i follow i follow your personal one i follow uh i follow lucy look even even though you don't design anything for me um that was one of my questions i'm like hey you know When's the men's line coming out? But I still follow anyway because I, I fucking adore you. Thank you so freaking much for, for coming. And uh, I'm going to work on a time machine so I can go back to the grade and tell you that, I, that, that I'm secretly in love with you so we can make this happen. Yeah, I'm going to do that. Right.
1: <laughs>
2: Thank
0: you so much, Tiffany.
1: You're welcome. Thank you, babe.
0: Once again, I thank my guest, Tiffany S. Walker, for joining me here on the season premiere of this About Damn Time podcast. Tiffany, you doing this for me means so much. You have no idea. I'm not even talking about like from a branding standpoint on how this can grow my podcast. It's just on some friendship. Seriously, your support means a lot because you were quick to say yes. All right. Let me me compose myself. Well, she had me start crying. All right, ladies, if you want to get your fit right, shoppinklucy.com. It's an array of different outfits. All of them are good. Peruse the site, figure out what you want. If you want something custom, Tiffany got you there. It's all there on that site. So go ahead and take a look. Shoppinklucy.com. And if you want to follow her on Instagram, that's Pink underscore Lucy underscore official. It's just that simple. So, that's all I got for this week, y'all. But new season, new guests, new conversations. It's going to be great. Until then, I'll see you next week.